You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Pastar Prime coming at you, and we've got a good one for you today. We're going to talk to Ryan Reed later on, former major leaguer, mainly with Pittsburgh. Um, we're going to do a team of the week after that. Ooh. Uh, so it's be fun. It's a good team. Uh, we're, we're excited to talk about these guys and give the give them some recognition. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but first, we got some things to get into a little bit. Um, one, the ever ongoing weight loss challenge right now, where I'm really kind of upset that we're doing this around mm. Christmas time because this tough Christmas time is not not a time to watch what you eat, watch what you drink. Um, I feel like I'm working out right now just to maintain a certain level. So real quick, keeping track of it, I weighed in this morning um, like I'm legally obligated to do mm-hmm. um, per the contract that I signed to do the show and per our bet. I am 258, the same number I was seven days ago. Played for the tie. it's like kissing your sister. Yeah. Playing for the time. I mean, and I feel like I did a good job of working out, Mm. but I did not do a good job of eating and drinking. Eating well. There you go. The right thing. So I'm down a couple, Dan. I'm down to 235. I'm on my way. Um, Got a lot of feedback from the first uh, couple episodes. I've got a lot of messages from people. Some of them said, Hey, if you guys just wanted to do a show based on spelling words, that would be good enough for me to listen to. I, I mean, that that's going to come. There's oh, no yeah. doubt because I think that's just funny. It is funny. Whether it we is. can pronounce them right. And, I mean, we can't even pronounce them right. So mm-hmm. it's coming. We're going to be able to spell them correctly. That, that's just pure comedy. Also, um, people wanted the weight loss challenge uh, before pictures. You know, the forward <laughs> with no shirt on and the sideways with no shirt on. And I said, what we need, we need a sponsor for that. Uh, so, uh, you know, sponsorships are open for the before pictures. So they're going to be a big number. They've got to pay a lot. Oh yeah. Cause we're not going, we're not going uh, shirts off, you know, for, a, for a small number for this thing. Not a, not so. a side view. What's no, the worst view side or oh, front? side view side view is side, not a good side? view. Yeah. But the front view, you just get like the, you, you can you actually can, like you, if you have love handles, I don't know. I don't yeah, have, I, know, I, I, right, I, I don't have love handles, but if you, mm. you know, if you, if someone yeah. were to have love handles, it's a tough. That look. front view is not that spectacular. <laughs> it's not great for me. <laughs> so, the the next thing coming though, uh, we've got a six and seven Patriots team that I'm nervous about. Why, I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? Because I haven't we been know in this position not. since when I like I was a sophomore, I think, in high school. <laughs> so we're we're in a tough spot right now. We're six and seven. Uh, I say we. Come, come can up, I say we? Come, I mean, I can't say we. Are you? You can. I, I can't say we. That, you you know what? That's a we. that's a good question. Right when I got re, right when I retired, mm-hmm. I would always say we after that, and I always felt like I was wrong in saying that because I, there's only we that are a part of this team. There's 53 mm-hmm. guys in that locker room and the coaching staff. That's the we. All these retired guys, especially 10 years later, mm-hmm. still saying we. That's just wrong. That's grammatically incorrect. Okay, so I've like, do never... Like, you say we for the Houston Astros? <laughs> no, but I've never... Did you ever say we? No, I never said we. <laughs> but the problem, though, Dan, here is I've loved the Patriots forever, right? So when you guys won, or when y'all won for the y'all. Southern listeners, I've said we all along because I feel like part of the team. I feel like sometimes when I'm in my living room and I'm rooting that team on, it's just a we game. I, th- I think it's different for a fan... From a fan perspective, and on how they, player, and, there you go. I see. I think you're right. I you know what I mean? As a, as a fan, like you can't say we from the Astros because you were never there. That's one. right. That's very true. You. I mean, the, well, I the, the, put, the, I, the no, lower the out. lower I, levels. I put blood, sweat, and tears into the organization. I just never, never, it never became profitable. Well, you were you you were part of Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, you were you're a we there. I was part of the Salem Avalanche, the Lexington Legends, the Corpus Christi Hooks. So you're a we. Or you were okay, we? Well, sure, sure. So, we'll say yeah, we. from a fan perspective, I I, I, I think you can say we, um, mm-hmm. but as a former member of a we on mm-hmm. that team, I just felt it was wrong to say we. So sure. I, I say them now. That's that's interesting. So they're coming off them, they, them, 
mm-hmm. are coming off a bad loss to the Rams Thursday night uh, of last week, six and seven, and the dynasty is done. Oh, that's tough to hear. This is, I mean, <laughs> that's you, tough. No, no. First of all, though, we're talking to an all dynasty center. Dan is all dynasty team, Max. Yeah, we don't. Did you know that? Yeah. Wow. Dan's the all dynasty center for the Patriots. We don't, we don't publicize that very much, but thank you very no, much. No, we're going to push that out. We'll push that on the yeah. Instagram for him. It's all At content. Past our prime show, by the way. So, uh, all dynasty just, center. Subscribe, I just try, I just, like, I just, review. I just tried to do, do my job. Do your job. Just tried you to did do your my job. job. You did your job. But do, in doing that job, um, you know, they're sitting at six and seven. This will be the first time in 17 years that they don't win 10 games, which is a mm. absolutely remarkable streak. Won't, that won't happen again, right? I, I, I can't see it happening. For, <laughs> I can't see it happening for, for a number of reasons. And it happened this time. I mean, you've had the 49ers. You've had the Yankees uh, in baseball. Um, all these great dynasties. Well, the, the 49ers in the 80s and the early 90s, that was sort of pre- free agency era. So mm-hmm. the guys and the players nowadays um, have a little bit more power and can move around a little bit more freely. So you don't see these guys attaching on and just, just the one team, all career guys that are staying with that team. So right. uh, it's, it's really, really hard to do with mixing guys in and out of the thing. And the other reason I don't think it's going to happen is it, it's a different type of player. The, the, the mentality of that player is a little bit different. I mm. might say soft. I might be thinking soft, but like when I think back to what I went through in training camp in 03 or 04 or 05, legally they can't do that. Mm. They can't do that anymore, whether it be physical abuse or verbal abuse. Yeah. You know, yep. and it's just Lots it's changed. a different player. Yep. Let's change. So uh, can they make the playoffs still? Is it possible? I, you know, I, I, I think it's a very, very small percent chance. Yeah. But – to Buffalo, mm. who looks like they're in the driver's seat. To Miami, who looks like they're obviously in a driver's seat for a wild card uh, spot. I would just like, I just saw this uh, this fact. It's a fact. Uh, let's hear it's the facts. Fact. On Twitter. Facts today, with Dan. The, for Buffalo, who's going to win the AFCs, congratulations. Their first time since God knows how long. It's been a, just a dumpster fire mm-hmm. uh, up in Buffalo for a long time. And you know what? I, I like the team. I like to watch this team. I think it's a really good team. But since 2003 or 2003 season, the Patriots record against the Buffalo Bills was 30-4. and four. Mm. <laughs> 30 and 30-4. Yep. So you can have your one year, Buffalo. Sure, this is it. You got it. You've got your one. Miami had yep. their one in 2008 mm-hmm. where they won it. We went 11-5 and five that year without Tom Brady. Oh, with Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Did a good job. Did a great job. Did a good job. Took job. some time for us to figure out what he can and can't do. Take some time for offensive linemen to figure out where he's going to be in the pocket. We went on a tear at the end of the 2008 season. I think we won four straight at the end of the year. We got we lost tiebreakers eleven and five. I mean, no team that goes eleven has eleven wins should miss the playoffs. Mm, but you're right. Hey, it's fair. Those are the rules. We lost the tiebreakers. Miami ended up winning the division. Buffalo will win it this year. Two times in eighteen years now that the Patriots will not win the division. And and that's, we can handle that. That's the NFL with Dan. Well, so. hey, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm looking at these numbers of the wins that they compiled. No, it's Since crazy. 2003, versus the AFC, there was a 77% win percentage. Versus the NFC, it was an 80% win percentage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard to repeat. It's tough. And I'm glad. I've got the TB12 I'm, hat I'm, on I'm, I'm glad I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I'm retired, and I'm glad I'm not on that team that did this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be it was a, always in the back of your mind. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like it's not like you'd be on the think, line right yeah, now. Yeah, it's you'd not something running. you think about every day. Like, oh, okay, you know, I don't want to be on the team that breaks up this dynasty. You don't say the word in the locker room. You don't say it in the off season. Yeah, we had a pretty good off season or a good season. Let's go back and do it again. You know, let's yep. win some more games. But um, I definitely did not want to be on a team that broke the streak. Yeah, I I agree. So. These guys are probably going to be in the film room a little bit, is my guess. So, you know, a topic came up that baseball and football have a little difference here, right? So football, you hear about guys living in the film room, watching tape, 
you know, really watching what's going on. Uh, baseball is different. And we've got the interview with Ryan Reed coming up where, you know, we look at charts. We look at charts. We look at, you know, laws of statistics, right, where this guy has seen a 1,000 pitches, and here's a heat map with nine boxes on it, and this is where he absolutely rakes, which means hits a ball, hits a ball well. I get that. I'm going to learn so many more baseball terms, words. Terms, yeah, rakes. Terms. Uh, and then this is where he absolutely just flails at the ball, <laughs> which is like the, the, the blue areas, right? So you know where to pitch people. But you don't necessarily watch tape of that happening you know you're you're looking at charts football and correct me if i'm wrong no if you know you heard about how how brady lived in the film room there's guys that like live in the film room. they watch it rewind watch again rewind watch again you're not looking at necessarily charts as much as you're watching motion well we is look, that accurate well yes and no okay because we, <laughs> we, we you know your statistics right. and your analytics we do both we're oh like, okay because all right we're actually i mean we play 162 games. You're by the pitching way, but. a baseball and you're trying to strike somebody out, right? Mm-hmm. So you want that red area, you want that blue area. We're we picture. I mean, we think of it. One, you want to look at the film. You want to look at how, how just specifically for an offensive guy, how that overall defensive plays, mm-hmm. what each guy does in a certain coverage, a certain pressure, um, how they play in certain situations, um, but also to go beyond that. There's a one-on-one battle, 11 guys. There's a one-on-one battle in every play. So you're going to be going against someone. So we're going to watch how that individual player, what's his rush move? How mm-hmm. does he play a run? You know, um, does he have uh, does he have counters when he, when he rushes? So we take all that into account. You watch the film. You watch the overall. You watch the guys' individual reports on guys, what you saw during the week, third down, first down, red area, goal line. Um, it. There's a lot of time in the film room, but we also look at those stats. Okay, all right, they don't pressure on third down as much mm-hmm. from this specific personnel group. So I think we take our our prep a little bit above baseball yeah. player. Oh, well, okay. I mean, well, so let me let me rebuttal that a little bit for you. So, you know, we're gonna jump to this interview in a little bit, but like I remember, you know, when you're in the when you're in the big leagues, like Ryan was and others, you get a you get a list, you get a giant like stapled folder together when you arrive at the you know the stadium, like to look at and review the hitters in the lineup. And there's heat charts and there's is there's there enough time? To re- is there enough time to review like for an everyday guy? Yep. Right. Every day he's shortstop. Center fielder. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm learning these terms as we go. Yeah, <laughs> think about more. Think about pitchers, and then remember, you've got a battery mate. You've got a catcher too. So the catcher's job is really to understand that, and then yep. the pitcher, because like I never wanted to shake off a good catcher. We'll learn. <laughs> we'll hear in the Ryan Reed interview about shaking off people, uh, but you know, I never wanted to shake off a good catcher. So like, you got to trust that person. So really, got two people that have looked at that, and you just got to rely on somebody knowing it. Right. And and, you know, after you face guys for a certain amount of time, you, you've got it, too. But also in the minor leagues, though, when you're a starting pitcher, mm-hmm. little unknown fact here. Well, some people might know it, but when you I think some people know it. when you are not starting in the game, you're in the dugout for a couple of days. But you have four days in between starts. Right. There's a five man rotation. The other couple of days yeah. you sit actually in the bleachers. <laughs> so, so you actually sit behind the plate. Do you I, sit there with your jersey on? <laughs> no. no the, the, here's a move, right? Put, you ready for put this some move? eye black on. No, no, like, no. Hey, guys, listen, I'm a part listen, of the team. I promise. No, listen to this move. The, the greatest move is this. Those days that you need to sit in the stands and chart, because what you do is you right. you chart, you like get a good understanding of like the lineup, and like you might not be pitching against that team, but like you know, you're watching the game. You're keeping charts accurately. You know, they get you blocked off, so there's not fans there and stuff that are right around you. But the move I'm sure was... There's, I'm sure there's a lot of fans. No, there are minor league games. Certain minor league stadiums bring it in. Do they, do they say, do, hey, tip? Yeah, they'll this? come up. They'll sign this. You know, but the ushers will will shoo them away sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ne- always sign the autographs because you never know when you're going to get the last one. Absolutely. That's a true thing. Hey, that, I mean, that's some kid or person coming yeah. up. You just That's just common courtesy. The just move, don't do it during dinner. The move with, was this, though, Dan, and I wish, you know, we could, we could talk to other guys about this, was the days that you were going to be in the stands. The goal was to not sweat enough in pregame warm-ups so you didn't have to take a shower. <laughs> So, so you just you know go through the routine, and then hey, I'm just gonna throw my like you know polo shirt back on, and yeah. I'm gonna be in the stand. So, the, so that was the move, um, you know, to 
to roll this back, baseball guys are more chart guys. Football guys are probably a little bit more film, maybe and chart guys. We'll throw it both in there for you. Do you think those so, major leaguers, like uh, you know, traveling on the planes, waiting, you know, playing a game the next day, are looking? They look. They are looking. Yep, they look. They might only have to do it right before the game, you know, or like maybe like once they get into the hotel, do whatever, check. A lot of times, guys are always on top of it too, right? They're always looking at it, yep. so you know they get it. I got it. Let's get in. Hold on, hold on. I got one yep. more question. Okay. All right. You you've said before, like minor leagues, very competitive, right? Yeah, well, it's everybody's like you, fighting for yeah, themselves. You, you, yeah, especially yep. pitching, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's completely individualized yep. type of scenario. Like, I want to be the next guy called up. Yep. Has it ever crossed your mind to sit up in those stands and chart wrong? Oh, <laughs> I mean, no. You, I'll tell you right now. You want a little insider tip here? The guys that you like, you juice the number. You know, guys that you don't like, you don't reduce the number. But like, you know, guys that you like, you're like, okay, it was 94 on the gun. I'll put it down 95. That's just, that, that's just yeah. being a good team. You know, just a good team. That's just you know? being and a if good you team. get on a good team, you're doing that for everybody. You know, and you're hoping they're doing that for you. They're not like, oh, that was 91. I'm going to put 86 down for tip because he's a bum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know that's how that works. So it's as much as you are off the field as you are on. <laughs> there the you field go. Exactly. Exactly. So let's take it into the interview with Ryan Reed, and uh, you know, hear what he has to say. Past our prime today. We've got former Deering High School two-sport stud all-state athlete, runner-up, Mr. Maine Baseball. Is that right? Runner-up. James Madison University alum, Nova Seafood Legion National Champion, 10-year professional baseball player with the Rays, Pirates, Mets, Marlins, Ryan Reed. What's going on, Ryan? How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Of course. Hey, that's a lot of teams. Uh, you've been on a bunch. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff regarding baseball. I've known Ryan for a long time. Ryan was in my wedding. Oh, so this is a personal. Oh, this is a personal. This personal is a personal interview. That's right. Hey, we rattled off some teams there, Ryan. Best team you've been on. Best team you've played on. Out of that group, I mean, you can go into some that aren't even on that list, but I think I've got an idea. But go ahead. What's the best team you've been on? Yeah, man. I. It's tough to. A lot of rabbit holes you can go down on this, but I got to start where it all started during high school, man. You know, Maine, Maine or yourself. I, I, I'm from Portland, Maine. Went to Deering High School and we went on a run, man. That senior year between, I'm going to call it my football team. That was my best ever. Um, 13 and not 0. even going baseball. No, 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 the football. You're going football, not He's baseball. He's not even going baseball, Dan. I'm going football. 13 and 0, my senior year. We outscored our opponents 522 to 46. I mean, we ran it um the whole way and when it came down to a team game i was always a football guy that just got angry on a mound and it worked um but we also went 24 and 0 that year in baseball prior to that and that was the best baseball year as well we ended what? up doing nova seafood legion baseball you know world series champs out in corvallis oregon i was late to college but yeah man that was a killer run what what position in football did you play uh or positions because i mean high school if you don't leave the field if you're if you're one of the best athletes out there that, right, so I was punter, kicker, not first and foremost, but punter, kicker. I just ask, I just ask, what positions yeah. you play, and you yeah. just no, it's tough. I don't rugged, even know. Like, rugged kid. Hey, I've already insulted D lineman into this <laughs> podcast, and I, I don't want to insult kickers and punters, but are they really football players? I mean, you went after him. So, right, I, mean, other I than can't punter believe you kicker. said that first, Ryan. Other than punter and kicker, what'd you play? I'm proud as my 76-yard punt as I was anything. But well, beyond that, running back, middle linebacker. All right. So, so he yeah. actually played well, positions. He played real positions. And I've heard stories, him and you know, one of his best buddies, so I'm real good friends with now too, John Presby, used to hit people and laugh. And, you know, laugh before you hit them because you knew you were going to hurt them probably. Are those stories accurate? Do we need I a fact-check that with John? Yeah, I felt bad for all the teams we were playing that senior year. We had some monsters. You know, he had the full face paint too, right? He had the full face paint. Oh, he oh, yeah. went like oh, he the, the Ultimate Warrior, road, the mm -hmm. Road Warriors from the WWE. Or he F had a beard when he was nine. <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah. He was from yeah, we, had, we had some acronyms for that team I can't repeat here, but, I mean, we were some BA guys um, on that defensive line, man. They were. Did you play soccer by any chance? In <laughs> oh, here we go. Did, yeah. I, I know one person in this room – Specifically, yeah. that did play soccer in high school. So, no soccer for you? No, no. I stayed away from soccer 
Yeah. Did you play football? I did not so play you, football. So you never met on the. Uh, I'm the soccer player in the room. We didn't. We never met on the football field, but we did meet on the baseball. So you field. did not go to the same high school, but you played against each other we, in high school. Not even in high school, we played in against each other in like Legion and like summer oh, okay, ball yeah, and things yeah. like that, yeah, which is still of, real yeah, big yeah. then. It's not as big now, but you know, actually, it is kind of in Maine, but it, it's just not big nationally as much anymore. But you guys had a ridiculous team for Legion, and we used to match up, you know, with them a bunch, and that's how probably Ryan and I first met. And then as we, you know, you know, progressed, we went to college and, you know, I knew a lot of the Portland guys anyway, um, you know, if they played for us or, you know, if they had been drafted. And then Ryan and I ended up in the old port in Maine. Yeah. Everybody uh, knows yeah. the old port. We know. Quick jump to the old port, yeah. Yeah, half of these stories we won't remember, but that's, that's fine. But we ended up in the old port in Maine in the off season after I got drafted. Well, you drafted the year after me, right, Ryan? I believe I was 06. 06. So, I, yeah, I was 05. Okay. So we ended up in the offseason together in Portland, Maine. And, you know, started working out together a lot and, and, you know, going out. Neither of us were in class. We were just athletes and, you know, working out and going out to dinner and having great dinners together. That's and awesome. then, That's uh, cute. Off season ever, for sure. Yeah, waking up at, you know, later, 11. And then, uh, you know, working out, getting a throw in, what do, and what, then having what, dinner. What does a pitcher do for workouts, Ryan? In the off season, what would you what what would what would the workout be Yikes. for you and Ted? <laughs> yeah, let's. What was the work? Well, let, yeah. What was the workout like, Ryan? You take us through it. Take us through a normal off season day, and then we'll go back. We'll rewind time to like draft day and everything else. Well, so draft day, I'm 20 years old, coming out of college, where we were doing football lifts there. James, I went to James Madison. We were doing football lifts. I gained 20, 24 pounds my freshman year. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Not baseball workout. So the next year, it changed. Yada yada yada. I learned a lot along the way, but nothing changed until uh, professionally for me until I got with Eric Cressy, who's another main guy. He's out of Mass, out of Hudson. Fixed um, my back a few years ago. Broke right, it right. playing golf. He fixed it. The rehab felt, guy? Oh, I felt like I could actually get back. if I was waiting for the call. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for the call. And Ryan sent me to him. He's like, he's going to fix your back, and you're going to feel like you're actually an athlete again. And I was like, well, wait a minute here. I actually feel pretty good. You've been waiting yeah, for the call. Probably for helped the golf I was yeah. still waiting for it, but I felt great. Yeah, so Eric Eric was a big – I mean, that was four years into my pro career out of ten. I finally found a guy. Um, and not only a guy, the guy in baseball. He is now the head trainer for the New York Yankees. Still has another uh, spot in Jupiter, Florida. Um I'd like to say I convinced him to come down to Florida and make that move, you know, tax-free sales, you know, mm-hmm. income tax money. Um, but he made the move, and, man, he's got Max Scherzer. He's got all these guys, Cy Young Award winners showing up to his doorstep saying, make me better, Noah Syndergaard, you name it. Um, he had so, guys flying into Mass. Like, when I was up there, he had people coming in, like, I mean, football players, like, teams, actual call. Like, there was Michigan track team was there at one point. Like, people all over the place were coming in there to train with him when I was yeah. up there. And that was that was only four or five years ago. Yeah, so he made that move to Florida. It's international down here. And he's, I mean, he's got cricket, rugby players, you name it. So, uh, but now, obviously, focused with the Yankees. But that off season and, and what I took into that before that is when Tip and I were hanging out. We didn't bring out the best in each other no. during the off season. We were, we did, we worked out, we worked out, we threw a lot. I was doing spin class at that time. The Peloton still hasn't arrived yet, but it's coming. Uh, but then, you know, we, we would throw a bunch and it was, it was different then too. The game has changed a lot. Like football oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. No, guys I, are working yeah. out different now. I get you. you know? yeah. No, it, it definitely, I mean, you take a look at the progression of, fitness and and health and what people are putting in their bodies i mean i was going through drive-through lines at mcdonald's trying to like keep my weight up and now it's just guys coming in it's just it's a completely different mindset with how they take care of their bodies nowadays mm-hmm. i'm surprised like ryan how how like four or five years into the career it took you that long to figure it out or is it just hey i'm just i've made it this far with the way i'm going or we just maybe waiting for that call to get the call up and hey this is what i need to do to take that next step so i had a, I had a great agent you know i still talk to him all the time joe rosen out of boston um he made that initial connection with eric he's kurt Schilling was showing up at eric's doorstep saying hey fix him before he was you know really known um joe had a connection with eric uh just through some local ties long story short i had some crazy issues going on with my back and my pelvis rotation because of pitching and the torque and all that 
Um, that was kind of Eric's specialty and still is, obviously, but he's gone 28 layers deeper than that since. Uh, but he brought me back. I could make it through a season healthy. Um, I was on the Arizona Fall League the year before that, which is a pretty prestigious league, and ended up getting hurt halfway through that in November. And that was leading up to my Rule 5 draft year, which really hindered me from making it to the big leagues quicker. Um, you know, that league was is really a, a trampoline for you in the minor league side to get to the big leagues, get an opportunity to get drafted by another team, get to camp. I got hurt there. So that was brutal. So I knew I had to make some changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the back to the is initial. That like, is that like the Cape Cod League for like college players type thing? Well, I mean, it's yeah, a bit. I mean, yeah. Since like they, you know, yeah, college it, guys it, are in here, but now, you, the best now, guys. Yeah, now yeah. you got the fall league out there for That's the minor right. leaguers. Right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. A lot of, lot of top talent out there. And it just continues the season a little bit longer. A little more laid back in terms of like the schedule and how much you're playing, but it's tons of talent out that way. Yeah. Um, to go back to the offseason, though, Ryan, like our diet and our workout, we worked out hard, but then it usually ended with we would go to Margaritas down in Portland. We'd go to Portland, Maine, plug. down in the old port. Um, yep, we'd plug to the restaurant, get a gift card, Ryan. Next time we're up there, maybe. I hope they're still there. It might still be there. We hope so. But we used to go there. We'd have uh, endless chips and salsa. Oh. Uh, yep, uh, enchiladas. Kind of, right? kind, of like, kind of like chilies. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know the word um, manana. So when Ryan would say manana and text it to me, I'd be like, what is manana? What is he talking about? Like, he'd say, like, see ya, manana. And I'd be like, I don't understand. Is this his, like, nickname for me? Or, but I get he it. He really thought his name was manana. So, like, the next yeah. couple of days, he's like, hey, yeah, that's a cool name, man. I'm manana. Yeah. I was like, I got it. Okay. So we would do that. And then we'd usually, and this is right when Pumpkinhead was coming out. We don't have a pumpkin head in front of us, but this is right when pumpkin head was really kind of coming. Remember the whole city smelled like a like a pumpkin, like pumpkin spice. We'd have a yep. lot of pumpkin heads at Bullfinis, another plug. Don't know if it's there still. Great place, cover band galore, and uh, usually top it off with a couple Washington apples. There, okay. And we were young enough where we would just be right back at it the next day, like in the gym, sweating it out, getting a workout in. Uh, I usually now call it playing for the tie, which means <laughs> hold the weight. Do what you want to do. Work out enough so that you can do that all again. You know, Ryan took another step where he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the corner here and really, like you said, work with Cressy." And it was, it was time for him to roll. So, and he did. So, yeah, but those, hey, those off seasons, though, those were killer. Those, those were killer. Pivotal for me making it to the show. Oh right. yeah, I needed. Right. It. I trained him. Yeah, there you go. So all right, now yeah. now you make it to the show. All right, so I'm I've got this image of Bull Durham in my mind where. Uh, Kevin Costner is talking. Hey, yeah. I got 21 days into the show, and everybody's just like huddled around him. Like, what? What is it like? like white balls at batting practice. Yeah, people you carrying go. your bags. Was that going through your mind when you got the call up? Man, I so I had had so many touches with Major League uh, Camp, and and Tip. I don't know if you, I think you got a few opportunities yep. there. Maybe yep. Yep. And I was involved with a lot of them with the Rays. I was with the Rays for seven years, three of which I was in big league camp at Joe Matt. I went through it. One year I was all the way through it um, to the end. I was the last guy cut. I ended up playing for in the exhibition game for Tampa in Durham against the AAA team, then got sent to AA type deal. So, I mean, I was already really involved. I understood the Tampa Bay version of the major leagues, which might not be the Yankees, um, you know, what they're throwing at players money-wise and all that stuff. But, um, man, it was incredible getting up, but the grind it took that eight years for me to get there. By the time I got there, and I, I don't mean to have an ego about it then or now or whatever, but it was like I should have been here three, four years ago. It was almost like I was kicking myself in the butt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you were hanging out with Tip too much. Yeah, the early career. I hurt you. I probably hindered you. I, I hurt you on that one big, big contract. Yeah. I percent along the way. But, man, you get up there and, and the – Huge locker rooms, you know, the, the stadiums are incredible. It's everything you think. But when it came down to pressures and the pressures you deal with in Major League Baseball, I was way, way ready for it at being a closer in Venezuela where you have 6,000 people in the stands, 8,000, and it sounds like 40, 50 freaking out. Um, yep. the pressure, they know the game, bunts are in, small ball, striking people out. They know the game. It felt like a, a golf match in, when I mm-hmm. went to the first. Just I wasn't in a high leverage situation either, but um, just comparatively, that Venezuela baseball was way higher pressure than that yeah. 
major league. Setting. Well, we're coming back to Venezuela, but tell us about and this is I'm still waiting for this phone call, Dan. I'm yeah. still waiting for it, but you, when you, you get a have phone call, or it's a phone call, or you know they pull you into the office, right? They pull you into the office. Hey, you're going to the big leagues, kid, right? Give us the rundown, Ryan. Because you called me that night, and then you were like, "I got some news for you." You got to have it word for word. Are you getting married? Like, what's happening? And then, so, so let us have it. Let us have it. Because this one, yeah, this uh, is good. Man, I had a good run. A lot of movement. I was in uh, Indianapolis Indians AAA. Dean Trainer was my manager. Great dude. I think he's the AAA or uh, big league um, third base coach for the Marlins right now. Um, but he's been in the game for a long time, just a, a tough dude, but you know, he knows the game and he would always mess with guys, right? He's a clubhouse guy. Um, and so I come in and he's like, Hey man, you, you just got traded. Gave me the old, hey, you got traded line. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, okay, well, you know, greener pasture, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, where <laughs> am I going? I just posted a 0.5 ERA over three months. So I was a little surprised. I'm like, all right. And before I could leave the room, you know, ah, I'm just messing with you. And I'm, you're heading to Atlanta is where I was heading to play with a big club. But, I mean, that was a big day. And my wife now, girlfriend at the time, was in town. So we got to We'll get to Caitlin. We're going to get to Caitlin. Don't yeah. worry. That's a bullet I have. Yep. So yeah, she met you down there. But you had you had the call. Who's who, You make you make a few phone calls after that, I'm sure. You got to call your parents. You call your parents first on that one? Got it, right? Is that yeah, how it works? Yeah. So, yeah. Parents first, 100%. And then I think I called you. Uh, no. Oh, really? I got a top, top five top call. Five, top five I, I call? You're in the top five for sure. Yeah, top five. five. Yeah, yeah. see. Yeah, I got him yeah. there. But you were in the middle of you it. You held him back for how many years? Yeah, I, I almost brought. I got. I got one of his jerseys at the house. I was going to bring it in today. We, we should, as we interview people, we should put their jerseys up. That'd be you know, we'll only have a couple jerseys in here. The dozens of listeners. Or we can just hang the eight teams that he was a part of. Oh, yeah, we could get all the teams in. You're right. That's that's a good idea. I like that. Especially the Venezuelan club. Yeah, the Venezuelan club. That's that's common. I mean, that's. I mean, that part you see in movies. You know, uh, the rookie, the kid, you know, he gets the call up. He's like, got to call his kid. You know what I mean? Like, talk about getting choked up in yeah. a movie. Like, that's all time. So, you know, there's that that story that's awesome, Ryan. I mean, uh, you you got to do it, which is which is huge. You had, you know, the cup there. There's so many guys that, not even just pro, but, you know, just people that play, that want to be, that want to just play at the next thing. You know, if they're in. JV baseball, they want to play high school, you know, at the high school level. If they're in high school, they want to play college. If they play college, they want to play something after, you know, if they can. So, yeah, you you did it at the top level for sure. You also had some time, like you said, in Venezuela. Give us a Venezuela story because if for people that don't know, a lot of guys that are playing pro ball, you know, they have other places to go play, like hockey, you know, guys will play overseas in sure. Russia, like all over the place. A lot of guys will play. The season's different. So in the off season, a lot of guys that you know are are still cutting their teeth, maybe the minor leagues or Trying you know maybe just on. just yeah, catching sure. on. They'll go to where Ryan, Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico. I mean, there's there's five or six Dominican. leagues now. Dominican, yeah. So, so Venezuela, tell us about Venezuela. Well, the world's different today. I mean, there is no Venezuelan and major league connection going on in that league now for mm-hmm. obvious, you know, third yep. world issues going on over there that mm-hmm. uh, but when i was there i was there through the chavez administration getting reelected. tanks rolling through the streets you know no alcohol sales for two weeks mm-hmm. stuck in a hotel room uh, it was wild but i i at what, at, just at what point did you decide <laughs> this is a bad idea yeah. like how how many no, hours or days two years yeah well when you so when you're you, slow learn when you have to cross the border with all the cash you know strapped to oh, you that was probably God, when you that, first thought that doesn't it, sound but, like a yeah. recipe like a, a good spot to develop my talents yeah so i mean as tip said cutting your teeth this was like my only opportunity to go out and show out in a high le- you know really mm-hmm. high pressure situation that i can get it done and luckily my coach is there in a in Venezuela and did they speak English McGuire and also I played in uh for the Las Aguilas del Zulia so Zulia team uh in Maracaibo but the Maracaibo coaches um they happen to be bench coaches for the the Pittsburgh Pirates Venezuelan uh guy on uh he was the bench coach um that in the end when it was up to hey do we bring up Ryan or who's got a 0.5 ERA but no big league time or this other guy 
he was a guy, you know, pushing for me. He's got it. He can handle the pressure, whatever. So he helped me get signed. He helped me get to the show. So had I never gone there, I wouldn't have been in those opportunities to show myself um, outside of, you know, double A, triple A. Yeah. And, and I remember you saying, you know, we, we talk a bunch of you down there. And you're like, I go pitch and then I go back to the, you stayed at an American resort, right? That had a casino or bar or whatever. He just go to the field, go right back. Like so, not that's just safe. Smart. Like that just, sounds just just smart with tanks rolling through the street. I think I do the same thing. Baseball, yeah, the right first back year, to the hotel. The first year was an eye opener. We were down the street. Literally, it was like a hundred yards to walk to the mall that had the food. And they're like, mm-hmm. eh, only walk that during <laughs> the day, type deal. I'm like, what? But this you've had runs. You had runs in high school of a hundred yards. You had yeah. runs of a hundred yards. You, I mean, you're like, I can handle this. Yeah, I mean, probably the most fun I had was at a U.S. embassy. Um, honestly, we. We went over there, and there's no beer sale, so it's nothing but liquor and a bunch of army dudes hanging out trying to be safe in Venezuela. They showed us the green zone, which was the okay zone at the U.S. Embassy. The green zone was this big for a state that was ginormous. <laughs> yeah, it yeah exactly. This green exactly. zone was that. And he goes, you're in it right now. Anything outside of that, you know, coin flip, coin flip mm-hmm. every day. So, yeah, it was pretty wild. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of Spanish. I still have a bunch of good relationships. I'm actually got a few projects right now with some guys that's still in the big leagues doing it, signing, signing deals that want to do some sports complex stuff and uh, in those conversations right now with them. Mm-hmm. What is the one pitch that you remember throughout your career? Oh, okay. So you can do it. You can do it either way. You can, you can do the one that was good or the one you want back. Good, Ooh, I, 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 like that. I got a negative and I got a positive. Negative. Oh, that's perfect. That's just what we're looking for. Second, my second outing in Atlanta, I just came off an incredible high. I got called up, uh, bailed the guy out. I think I went four outs in a row, uh, my first outing. All ground balls, I think. My next outing, I come in and I give up a uh, maybe a, a two or three run home run to BJ Upton, who I had been facing forever with the Tampa Bay Rays. And he's batting about 150 for the Atlanta Braves. Um, I got him one, two, Russell Martin's back there catching. I shake off, a, I shake off a backdoor two seam and he, you won. don't shake off when you're that, yeah, when you're that green. Yeah. Was he just, he was just called up, right? Yeah. By the way, Dan knows that. Yeah. You know, Brian, like you don't shake, you don't shake off until like year three. Especially in your second outing in his Russell Martin. Exactly. Shook off Russell Martin. I throw it, not non-committed. I throw it anyway. BJ goes dead center. That's the one negative. I hated it. Russell Martin late, later buys me a watch, by the way, because he felt so bad about it. But I was uh, gonna, I was gonna ask you actually, what's the, what's the be, you know, first thing you got? I knew that that watch story. And that was, but Russell, I was like, yeah, what's the was, first thing you grab? You know, like yeah. when you get when you get up to the big leagues, you're like, yeah, I gotta get something. Is it a suit? You know, a Rod buys guys suits or whatever. Like, there's all this stuff. But so we got you a watch on that. Good. I'm glad. That's that's a yeah. good gift for you. <laughs> you shook me off. Gave yeah. up a home run. I'm gonna get you a watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take care of you. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, baseball contracts, Dan. We've talked oh, about hey, it. Yeah, there, yeah, you know, there's yeah. a lot. I'm pretty, pretty sure he can afford it. Yeah, exactly. So my so, pseudo positive one, then I hit my trout right in the ribs to load the bases um, to get to Albert pool holes. And, and everybody thought this was like, Oh, it was intentional. What a great best hitter in baseball. You put him on base. We had an open base. You meant to do it. Good job. I didn't mean to do it. I haven't really told many people that, but I kind of set the tone with the pirates that year. Like, Oh, this guy will go in on anybody. I got mm-hmm. luckily pool host with a bum hammy to roll out, you know, roll over to third, mm-hmm. um, the next one, but everybody's high-fiving me because I smoked trout, the best hitter in the ribs. They actually gave me the ball to full nine, but when it come and we, we came back and won that game, we were down six when I came in um, mm-hmm. and we, we won that. So when I think of positive outcome, that was yep. probably in the show. My last trout, pitch. Trout, uh, trout might be able to buy more than a watch. Oh, yeah, trout could. Yeah, you could buy you a watch. Yeah, I mean that's maybe something. That contract is a good one. We're gonna get into contracts. There's there's a contract segment coming in the podcast at some point, Dan. But uh, back to back to Caitlin real quick. Ryan's married to Caitlin. Couple couple kids. Awesome. Uh, I get married in 2010. Right. (laughs) 2010. Yeah. Yep. You want ten years? Are you on your, are you on your tenure? Yeah, Ryan's in Ryan's. Uh, you know, in the wedding, he's in. He's one of my groomsmen. Um, you know, his sister's there. Bring you know, because I know his sister well. They. He's like, I'm going to bring a date. 
you know, doesn't really know her that well. Boom. Caitlin comes. Almost not a blind date. Close. Not a blind date. Not blind. They get they get they know they hit it they hit it off at the wedding thing. They get married. They have kids. Like I'm a matchmaker. So you're taking responsibility for their. I actually their, am their, taking their, responsibility. Their happy life and kids. Hey, that wedding was a blast, and we danced. Thank you. Yep. You can killer. say ass. So and we and we that thank you. He he knows. Like that was a big deal. So we you know that was a big night for us all. Congrats. Big night. That was a huge invite, and I asked you if I could. You're like, yeah, absolutely. I said yeah. I mean, we're in. I'm in. Let's do it. So that was a big, you know, it's a big deal. You know, that's the friendship. That's the bond well, I'm, that the I'm, boys. I'm have. glad you guys are close. I'm glad you guys are playing matchmaker. <laughs> exactly. That, I mean, I mean, the world's better off for you guys. It absolutely doing is, that for each other. Fantastic. Hey, we ask. Uh, you know, the football guy gets a little bit. You've asked this question of me. Yep. How much you bench? But I oh, think yeah. it's only appropriate for a baseball guy. How, how fast do you throw? Oh yeah, I like that. It's yeah. good. No, that's great. I mean, so I what, what? Yeah, what's your what's the top speed or or top speed on the fastball, and then what's your 95. best pitch? Ninety five was my max, and that might have been pumped up, you know, one game. But I was a ninety two to ninety four guy. Uh, then I learned a one seam, like a, a sinker, and that's what that was eighty nine ninety two. That that was that's what got me to the big leagues. They don't care about sinkers anymore, though. They care about four seams, top of the zone, missing bats. Mm-hmm. And I did that pretty well. I just should have done it more often before this analytics came in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just used it. But, yeah, 95. All right. That's good. That's it's good to know. faster than I could throw. Post Tommy um, John, 92. Post TJ, 92. See, I oh, threw the you, same. You both, oh, yeah, we you both, both, the you both got yeah, we both, uh, Tommy John. Oh, yeah, we both got the zipper. What's I mean, the percentage oh. of pitchers in the league that have Tommy John? It's, it's up there, Ryan. What's the number? It's got to be. Like, I mean, it's exponentially growing. It, yeah. Every every year, it's substantially more. All right. Um, so I've heard. I've I've also heard like, okay, you can come back post Tommy John and be better off than well, you a, were the first time. But he's saying he lost three miles it, off his fastball. It, it, so it, what's, it depends. What's like, going on here? I threw the same speed, but I didn't have the same like bite on everything. He probably lost a little bit of velocity. Some guys come back. It's just a fresh ligament. You know, so they might feel just as good or better. Like, you know, like they're young. Fresh it's, ligament, it's, they're it's, taking it's, off a dead guy or something. Well, like no, that. they took my where's yours from? Mine's from my left wrist. Is yours uh, your wrist? Yeah. They took it yeah. from the same. They took it from oh, the they took from the same? Oh, mine's on the other arm. They took mine from the left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got he can't even that's, find his scar. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. You wanna know what dance scars are? Dance scars are in his ankles, knees, hips, shoulders, shoulders. also his heart from the eighteen and 0 oh. season. But we talked about that on one. So you don't know, need that, to keep bringing that back we, up. Well, no, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna bring it up every other episode. That hurts you every, too. Oh, it does. It does hurt. It, it kills me actually. Reedy and I've right. been to, it was the right. It went right on right. So I wasn't Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. That's they, why that's maybe why you didn't make it back. That's right. They, right. Was the wrong arm. they, they were, were like, "Oh, right. we crossed it up. We messed these kids up. Let them, let them, let them, you know, rot out somewhere." Uh, hey, I got one for you. Toughest out because I've been asking a lot of people this. Like, I asked Dan, you know, and some others. Like, hey, who did you not want to match up against? You know, I, toughest I, out. I saw that podcast. Uh, who? Yep. What, what was your answer? I forget. Chris uh, Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah, that's right. Jenkins, Jenkins, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If you get if you get a guy that's pretty much three hundred and fifty pounds, and sometimes when he decides to jump a snap count, that's mm. you're not in a favorable position to win on no. that uh, that that particular yeah. play. Mm. So that's that's he went with the largest human probably on that field. I'm no, go you know, not, it was mine, and that was Altuve was my hardest out. Oh, uh, okay. All right. And I, I, I mean, I was in from Houston? Was, from Houston. Yeah, he was in. So I was in extended spring. Never a place you want to be. <laughs> but I was with Altuve when he was, I think, seventeen or eighteen, and he was, you know, he's a good player. And then he's become, you know, a superstar. And you know, oh, you're yeah. toughest out. Oh, yeah. He, all right. So here's what you won't be able to answer this question because mm. you haven't been to the show. Oh, here we uh, go. Speaking yeah. of Altuve, yeah. what what were you thinking, or what's your thoughts on? the whole Houston stealing sign, uh, mm. especially as a pitcher. You know, I mean, all right, so, you're yeah, my, you're, obviously, here, you're obviously pissed. You, I get that. But did the did, did Major League Baseball do enough to him? And did the players that actually played against him and threw at him do enough to him? I, I'm going to answer this as a baseball guy first, not as a fan. As a fan, I absolutely get how upsetting it could be and all that. But being a guy that was on a 24-0 baseball team in my high school 
you don't get 24 and out without trying to find a loophole somewhere in that game. Mm-hmm. Whether you're stealing signs from the the uneducated, you know, dad that's helping out but has a really good team and doesn't know he's giving away all the signs, you're always trying to cheat in baseball. And unfortunately, we're in this world, technology has surpassed the human ability to create rules around it, and it mm-hmm. did it in baseball. Baseball was a – not a, cheating is the wrong word. Cheating is, you know – Steroids, stuff like that, sure. Well, strategy, strategy, basically. Strategy is a whole other ballgame. But when strategy Mm -hmm. becomes so easy to pick apart analytically and technology-wise, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, we need to reset some rules. And I think that's what they did. I don't blame – I don't think Houston was the only ones. Uh, I'm Mm. sure – I mean, obviously the Red Sox had some stuff going on out there. I heard about the Yankees. Who knows if they can prove anything. But I'm sure if someone's doing it, Someone's catching wind of it and saying, "Well, we, they can't be the only ones." This, you know, yeah. So that's a perfect answer. That's a great. That's answer. a great answer. That's a great. You know, I, I, mean, I will be that, calling. That's almost like Spygate. I swear to God. Oh well, you yeah. know what we I mean? We haven't got into Spygate. Hey, he, no, but he's so. like he's absolutely right. Hey, yeah. you're looking to push. Where's the line? Where, how yeah. far? How I need far? To get on the line how far it. can I like push that line or bend that line a little bit more? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Spygate. I mean, yep. like you have 70,000 people in the stands. Mm-hmm. One, it was never conveyed to us as a player, like, hey, this sign, this sign, whatever. Never talked about or whatever. But if you have 60 or 70,000 people in the stands mm-hmm. that can see a defensive coordinator give a signal, mm-hmm. you know, their only thing was, oh, you can't tape it. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, I've got the technology. We can throw a camera in here. They just tried to push it a little bit more. And that's talking Spygate. You're, you're a little just, bit. You, you feel a little better? No. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pent up in there, huh, Reedy? There's a lot going on in Dan's mind on the Spygate thing. We'll get to that, too. We might have to bring you back for that one. That could be a whole episode. Yeah, leave it up to Belichick to push the, push the limits. But, I mean, Houston mm-hmm. is just, at this point, a scapegoat. It was happening in the league. Right. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. It's now oh, so they, get, they have to set rules because someone got caught. Type deal. All right, if you're but if you're if you're if you're still in the league and you're picking pitching against them the next year, are you going to throw at them? Mm, good question. Oh, well, I could never give up a free base, so I was never in the position to give up a free base as right. a, a bubble relief dude. All right, now you're <laughs> all right. Now, all right, now you're true. a starter. Now you're a starter. Yeah. You've got you've got seven innings to work with. Okay, yeah. Are you going to throw innings. at them? I don't know, man. Just I, there was so much speculation about the wire that Altuve was rocking, and a lot of those conversations. None of it. Uh, now, how it was responded to, and and what else has been responded to with worse penalty compared to that is, mm-hmm. I think that was the bigger argument. That was the bigger like, if you're a baseball guy, that was the issue. It's like these guys got nothing. They, they, I mean, compared to some right. of these other guys that. That's small. Well, they right? got they got um, they got immunity, Ryan. You're saying, right? They got immunity. That's it. They were untouchable because the, the Godfather spoke. You know, I mean, yeah. When the head of baseball is telling you you can't touch these guys, then how else are you going to? Yeah. As a player, you know, if they were actually given a penalty at that point, then it's it's a hey, no, no player needs to get involved here. It was to a point where the MLBPA wasn't really happy about how it went down. Also, mm. that is the players. So, yep. there's issues there. One more question, then. You got one more? I've got one more over here that we're going to ask. Well, I'd just like to take out that, you know, we were talking to a major league baseball player, and he did say first thing that his favorite sport is football. So, no, that's, uh, I mean, just really, yeah. you know, I, Kid just I, like think, to I think we just bring that to the forefront when we close it yeah. out. But if you want to fire another one away, I mean, yeah, no, very, it. very tough guy, unless it's Thanksgiving Eve. Then he's got to call his, his, his buddy in. And, you know, the one time he wasn't there, you know, but. I don't know what happened, but you know, that, very tough kid, very tough kid. We're talking to, but my last question: We this is what we were going to go back to with when we're talking to people. What's oh. your fa- What's your favorite color, Gatorade? This is the tough. This is the last. This last question, Ryan, and it's a tough one. And we're keeping a poll on this in the office in here. We've got some good answers. What is it? Purple. Okay, purple is right. not even original color. Not, no, go original oh color. Come on. Purple is not even yeah. an original color. Is purple your favorite? What is it? Purple is right the now, color. It's the least heartburn when I'm really getting after it. Well, now you're getting old. Now you're getting <laughs> old. So I'm I'm a lemon lime guy. No, 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 no. You don't give away what you are. No, oh, yeah, he already knows. He knows. He's seen me like See, laying I'm, on I'm my old. couch. Uh, he's been in your wedding. He knows. Yeah, I'm the bachelor party. He's like, what does Tip need right now to stay alive? Get him a lemon lime Gatorade immediately. Give him some. Give him some yellow colored electrolytes. Exactly. Dan's a red guy i can't believe it that's like serial killer stuff right there red is a red really is, interesting red, color red is the original classic 
fruit punch. Right. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Change your face, gives you that Joker smile. I see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's gonna stain that you goatee you got going on there too. You've had he's had that for a long time. That's never left his face. I don't think. <laughs> I, it's this this length too. That's it. Yep. I cleaned You've it up. Got it. That'll stay there forever. Hey, oh, so N thirty four on the hat. N R thirty four on the hat. Yeah. Tell us yeah, about it. what so are you I'm doing? What are you doing uh, right now? Give, you can give a plug. Yeah. Give a plug. What are you doing right now, Ryan? Give a plug global, to the twelve people that are listening. Manufacturer out of Austin, Texas. I'm I'm over here in Florida, regional rep, but. Also director of baseball and have a killer partnership with uh, Nolan Ryan's group, uh, Ryan Sanders Sports Services uh, out of Round Rock, Texas. They own mm -hmm. Del Diamond Stadium, some of those AAA uh, ball, ball clubs down there. Um, but they got into the synthetic turf uh, world with us, and it's a killer partner to run with. Awesome. Hey, Brady, thanks right, for man. coming on. We appreciate it. And yeah, we'll, uh, I, we, he might have to be a recurring guest. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll check back in. We'll check back in with Ryan. All right. That's All right. Ryan Reed. All right, thanks brother. a lot. Thanks. See ya. That was Ryan Reed. And as we mentioned, we got team of the week now, Dan. So FBU team Jacksonville, eighth grade team. They've got their first round win for the national championship for the FBU national championship. Nice. Uh, we've got a nice picture of their squad locker customer. They get their apparel from us and, you know, a football program, Dan. Good, so look, right up good looking rally. uniforms. We're two for two on football programs that are winning team of the week. So. Hey, we're, we're, we'll, we'll branch out, but it's good to see, you know, especially the young kids back on the football field in 2020, especially with the uh, pandemic that's going around. So mm -hmm. congratulations to that team and, you know, continued success. Absolutely. So they get a $500 card for the coaches to use in the uh, squad locker store, you know, $500 coupon. I think 500 bucks. So that's a big win for them. And yeah. uh, the way that other teams can reach out at past our prime show Instagram, comment, direct message. Anyway, submit your teams there. We'll pick them. Yeah. That's what we do. That's the team of the week. Talk to you next week, Dan. Absolutely. All right, let's go. Good job. Closing time. Open all the doors and.